about to ask you what's going on. I mean, nothing's really, nothing's really going on with me. I'm vibing. It's yeah. Did, is it Christmas? It's after Christmas. It's after right Christmas. Now. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we're recording this now. Obviously, of course. Um, we had a great holiday time. We did. Um, we. I didn't end up on the news, which is always good. For just, I like, mean, crossing our fingers. No, it's the it's it's the future. We know. We already know. We already know. All right. But we're here. We're vibing. Yeah. We're thriving. Mm-hmm. We are both ready for and terrified for the new year, which will be here any day now. <sighs> you and I are probably together at this point. Uh, this is the 27th. Just kidding. Not. Yeah. 28th. 27th is a Monday, I think. Because oh, Christmas falls on a Saturday. That. Human it calendar. 28th. <laughs> Look at that. Um, all right. Well, yeah, I, I, I'm ready I have, to learn about Marky Mark. So. I was going to say, I have nothing to add, so let's get funky. Um, we are talking about Mark Wahlberg today. This has been a runner-up frequently in our Patreon patron poll picks. And so because I was in the giving spirit and not because I was totally dreading have to, having to do an episode on something else, so I moved it back by another year once again, um, we're going to be talking about that today. Okay. <laughs> cool. So, to hop right into it, Mark Robert Michael Wahlberg was born on June 5th, 1971 in the Dorchester neighborhood of Boston, Massachusetts. I just realized that I meant to look up Dorchester to make sure that it was... Boston. Well, yeah, that's my thing, is like, are the Bostonians going to come for me? Because it's not Dorchester, probably. It's like Doyster or something like that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but my, my Connecticut ass is going to say Dorchester and just have you come for me and yell at me over it. But, uh, yeah, so he was the youngest of nine siblings, including actor Robert Wahlberg and singer actor Donnie Wahlberg. Mm -hmm. Um, his mother, Alma Elaine was a bank clerk and a nurse's aide and his dad, Donald Edmund Wahlberg senior was a delivery driver and veteran of the U S army after having served in the Korean war. So blue collar family. I never um, realized he had that many siblings. I don't know why. Catholic. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's 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 why. <laughs> yeah. Um and and they were they were actually that wasn't like a joke. They were raised Catholic, um but their parents did get divorced in 1982, which I will say as a recovering Catholic, I was taught that growing up like I was taught growing up like, you know, divorce it ain't the move these days. Yeah, but you know and, what? It, you know what happens when you don't get divorced? You fucking murder your spouse. So yeah. let's all just get divorced. Get divorced. Yes, that's our <laughs> that's our advice to close out twenty twenty. Yeah, twenty twenty one. Get divorced. Get divorced. Um, and if you're in love with your spouse, pre get divorced so that you can marry you them again. When you don't love them, you don't have to murder them. Or that. Yeah. Two kinds of people. Um, but yeah, I can imagine though that the parents' divorce was difficult for them, not just because like divorce fucking sucks if you're a kid but also because they were raised catholic and that's like a big no-no in the church is like hey 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 don't get divorced like that's super bad and 
So yeah, so the kids had to split their time between their two parents and basically like growing up in like the 70s and 80s, the divorced parents, lots of siblings. It's not really a surprise that Wahlberg kind of fell through the cracks and became kind of like a latchkey kid. Um, He got sucked into drugs, fighting and gang violence as a child. And then by the age of 13, he already had a checkered history with law enforcement and a cocaine addiction. At 13. At 13. And so he dropped out of Copley Square High School, which is now known as Soden International School on Newberry Street in Boston. I've been there. Oh, okay. Not to the school, but I've been to Newberry Street. Oh, uh, two halves of there's like a lot of there's like a lot of bougie uh, stores on Newberry Street. Uh, I mean, like a a dock store, Newberry Comics, obviously. There's a cool uh, cafe slash bookstore there. When we going? I don't know. Not going now. It's cold there. Yeah, I don't like that's to go true. To Boston when it's cold. That's true. That's true. That's true. Family family field trip though. We'll all go this summer. Um. So fast forward to 1986, and 15 year old Wahlberg was riding bikes with three friends on a late Sunday afternoon when they came across 12 year old Jesse Coleman walking with his older brother and sister. Um. All of these kids were black, and what followed was an unprovoked attack on these children. Um, one member of Wahlberg's crew, it's not really clear who, said allegedly, quote, we don't like black N-words in the area, so get the fuck away, end quote. Oof. Yeah. Wahlberg and his friends then began chasing the kids down, throwing rocks at them, screaming racial slurs at them. Wahlberg allegedly yelled, quote, kill the N-words, end Ooh. quote, over and over and over as they attacked the kids. Oh, God. Mm -hmm. So the Coleman children did manage to escape, but Wahlberg and his gang showed up the next day while Jesse was with his fellow fourth grade classmates and white school teacher on a field trip to a beach in the same area. And once again, Wahlberg and his crew allegedly chased this group of fourth graders throwing rocks oh God, at them babies i know they they did hit two little girls <gasps> they urged other white men around them to join in on the abuse and many ah. of them did so ah. yeah th- and the teacher was white so they left her alone but that allowed her to flag down an ambulance driver who intervened and chased away Wahlberg and his friends but oh Wahlberg was found guilty of violating the civil rights of his victims with a federal right civil rights injunction being issued against him and two of his friends but the case was settled the next month. So he didn't like see jail time or anything yeah. for that or anything. But then two years later, at about 9 p.m. on April 8th, 1988, 16-year-old Wahlberg was arrested after attacking two middle-aged Vietnamese men while high on PCP. Uh, Tan Lam was walking across Dorchester Avenue in Dorchester. Uh-huh. <laughs> while, Real original. Yes. Um, he was crossing the street after leaving a convenience store he had bought two cases of beer and was just bringing them back to his car and Wahlberg appeared out of nowhere and began to attack him because he was trying to steal his beer and according to the indictment that followed quote Wahlberg was carrying a large wooden stick approximately five feet long and two to three inches in diameter Wahlberg Wahlberg approached Tan Lam calling him a quote Vietnamese fucking shit then hit him over the head with the stick. The stick broke in two and was later recovered from the scene, end quote. Holy shit. Yes. So ultimately, Wahlberg, Wahlberg, I don't know why I can't say his fucking name. He beat Lamb until he was unconscious. 
Like he was <gasps> out cold. Yes. So then a police officer arrived at the scene and Wahlberg fled. But Lamb was taken to Boston City Hospital where he had to be treated overnight. Mm. Yeah. So then Wahlberg, while getting away from this first incident, comes across South Vietnamese Army veteran Hua Johnny Trinh, who allegedly Mark Wahlberg ran up to him, put his arm around Trinh's shoulder and said, quote, police coming, police coming. Let me hide. End quote. (laughs) Okay. And then after the police cruiser did indeed pass them, Wahlberg punched Trin in the eye, causing him to fall to the ground, and then made comments about his, quote, slant-eyed looks, end quote. Oh, my God. Fuck this kid. 16. Almost what 17. Months away from 17. gigantic piece of shit. Yeah. Um, some reports initially said that Trin actually lost the eye as a result of this his, his <gasps> eye, but that has since been refuted by Trin himself. We'll get to more on okay. that later. Uh, Wahlberg was arrested a few hours after this second attack, at which point he also got nailed for marijuana possession because the arresting officers found it in his pocket. And when the police arrived on the scene, Trin identified Wahlberg as his assailant. And at the police station that night, Wahlberg kept ranting about, quote, gooks, end quote, and, quote, slanty-eyed gooks, end quote. Um, just fucking disgusting. Yeah. And according to the indictment, quote, in the presence of two police officers, end quote, Wahlberg said, quote, you don't have to let him identify me. I'll tell you right now that's the motherfucker whose head I split open or words to that effect, end quote. Jesus Christ. Fucking teenage gang kids in Boston. Yeah. Yeah. So Wahlberg was initially charged with attempted murder, but then the charge was later reduced to criminal contempt, which carried a maximum sentence of 10 years in prison. That's because he's a white kid. Yeah. He also had weed on him. Like if he was a black kid, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Like he wouldn't have seen the light of day. But authorities (sighs) reported that Wahlberg had used racial slurs to describe both of the men throughout the incident and... So, like, I don't know why he was charged with he was not charged with attempted murder, because, like, clearly there's a pattern. Yeah. Here. And he seemed like proud of it almost. Yeah. The way he's talking. about. Yeah. It. Um, but so, yeah, he, uh, Wahlberg pled guilty to felony assault, claiming he was intoxicated and that the attacks were not race related. And due to his previous civil rights injunction, I know, prohibiting him from assaulting, threatening or intimidating anyone because of their race or nationality, he was found to be in contempt of court and was sentenced to a two year prison sentence. And then he was sentenced um, to two years for felony assault at that's what this two year prison sentence is. It was for felony assault at Uh the Deer Island House of Correction in Boston. But he was released after serving only 45 days. Great. Sure. Why not? Yeah. Like, so fucking white. Um, but while locked up, that that whole month and a half in jail, Wahlberg had basically, like, a come to Jesus. And he later said that he was inspired and, like, wanted to, like, turn his life around, saying, quote, As soon as I began that life of crime, there was always a voice in my head telling me I was going to end up in jail. Three of my brothers had done time. My sister went to prison. So many times I'd lost count. Finally, I was there, locked up with the kind of guys I'd always wanted to be like. Now I'd earned my stripes and I was just like them and I realized it wasn't what I wanted at all. I'd ended up in the worst place I could possibly imagine and I never wanted to go back, end quote. I mean, that is like the exact point 
yeah of jail that's like you're supposed to yeah. rehabilitate and then go back into society as a changed person so in a month I mean, and a half i mean it, i don't know i mean again he was like a stupid fucking kid uh-huh. but also like wow that language is a little fucking jarring well and he's months um, away from being 17 like they could have tried him as an adult yeah I mean, if he's going to turn himself around, now is the time before, like, shit starts yeah. really getting real for him. So, I mean, I guess good for him, but, yeah. like, he, but he's still, a piece of shit. It's very difficult to just get rid of your racism in a month and a half. Um, yeah, that that's... Like, I get it. I, I think. I get it. But, like, also, it just sounds kind of, To me, it sounds like... Unless he was never even racist in the first place and he was yeah. just doing it to join like the ranks of this gang that he was because like in the in some of those circles like if you do not join in or if you do not uh quote unquote prove yourself then um you could be in danger also yeah so that's fair. maybe it was something like that but also wow but also ew yeah not no neither of us are excusing anything he no, did we're it's just trying to understand gigantic, why yeah gigantic fucked up thing he did yeah um so yeah so when he got out he started his turnaround by reaching out to his parish priest for guidance and support he quit the gang and got a stable job as a bricklayer his big break came soon after thanks to his older brother donnie who was already famous as a member of the boy band the new kids on the block mm. and Wahlberg had actually, fun fact, been a member of the New Kids on the Block when he was 13, but he quit after a few months. And that's also about the time that he was like addicted to cocaine and dropped out of high yeah, school. Yeah, I was going to say, um, I was like, huh, 13 years old. Yeah. Yeah. And but when he quit, it was like after that, that like Joey McIntyre and like all of the other members of the New Kids on the Block that you know today joined and then they became like the famous New Kids on the Block. Ah, interesting. OK. But um, Yeah. So in 1990, Wahlberg began recording with dancers slash rappers Scott Ross, a.k.a. Scotty G, Hector Barros, or Hector the Booty Inspector, (laughs) Um, Anthony Thomas, a.k.a. Ashley Ace, and Terry Yancey, a.k.a. DJT, and the group called themselves Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Donnie helped this, like, him establish this rap group, and got them a record contract and produced their first record. Uh-huh. A recording contract, that should have said, but I can't type, apparently. Um, and so then the group made their debut on the Arsenio Hall show in April 1991 when they appeared as guests alongside Donnie. So he, like, really vouched for them. Like, uh-huh. he produced the record. He got them the recording contract. He got them on the Arsenio Hall show, which was, like, the Ellen of the 80s and 90s. Not today. Um so like, I'm just looking I'm looking at like press photos of Marky oh Mark yeah it's a look it's a look and he's given such like a stink face with like mm-hmm. his shirt off and it's uh-huh. like over his shoulder and it's Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch I need money yeah we'll get to I need money <laughs> we'll get to I need money don't you worry they wow. did need money um, so many you have to have your shirt off well because that was like his thing was like his body we'll get into that too because uh-huh. that was like his money maker not yeah, not his rap like skills it. believe it or not there's one where he's doing like a weird like lip thing for icy vibrations i don't that's, fucking know that's what that probably is. a remix of good vibrations if i'm gonna guess Maybe. i don't know what you're looking at there's a fucking teen beat photo of him just Love search marky mark and the beat. funky bunch 
Love it's... love a good teen beat. Or All what right. was the other one? Tiger beat. Tiger beat. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. was oh, that takes me back. That that's something else. But anyway, um, now that we've finished that trip down memory lane, so on July twenty third, nineteen ninety one, Wahlberg at this point is nineteen years old. Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch's album "Music for the People" was released, and it ended up going platinum thanks mostly to the hit single that I mentioned a couple seconds ago, "Good Vibrations," which you know, uh-huh. "Good Vibrations." I think we all know "Good Vibrations." Yes, yeah. Um, it reached number one on the Billboard Hot 100, which is why I said I think we all know it. And the follow-up single from the album "Wild Side" peaked at number five on Billboard's Hot Singles chart, single sales chart, and at number ten on the Billboard Hot 100. I don't know that if I've heard it, but I'm sure if I like heard the song playing, I would probably be like, oh, yeah, I vaguely know that. What? Good Vibrations or? No, no, the other one. Okay, I almost started saying something else. Um, Yeah, I haven't heard of of this other track, Wild Side. I've never. No idea. I don't know. I didn't really. I didn't really dive too deep into Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. So no, I knew that one because it was like in the grocery store. They play it sometimes. (laughs) Yes. You know how you do in the grocery store. But by 1992, Wahlberg was a hip hop star. Like I said, his body was his moneymaker. So he was also one of the models in a hit Calvin Klein underwear ad campaign opposite Kate Moss. Fun fact, Kate Moss fucking hated him. Um, Marky Mark. (laughs) I wonder why. Well, I read the interview and I will say like the the headline was very misleading because it was just like he caused her to have a breakdown. He didn't cause her to have a breakdown. All of the drugs she was on caused her to have a breakdown. But she had a breakdown. But he was there for it. No, not even oh, that. Okay. She, so she hated working with him. She thought that he was super vain and super like full of himself. Checks and out. she basically said as much to him. And he basically body shamed her and was like, I like girls with more meat on my bones. Like, y- your your boobs are tiny. You're not a real woman. Like, shit like that. Like, you know, like how teenagers uh-huh. talk to each uh-huh. other when they want to put each other down. And because she was like 17, 18 at the time. They were close in age. And so then she was on a lot of drugs and she didn't want to work with him. And she apparently like had like a breakdown going to set one day. And part of it was because she just did not want to like have to deal with him. Like not yeah. not in like a like you've hurt my feelings sort of way, but more in like a, like, I just don't want to fucking deal with this person and I'm at the end of my rope and I'm on a fuck ton of drugs. Yeah. Okay. You know how you do. I get um, it. Yeah. But yeah, so then Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch dropped their own video game titled Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch Make My Video, which okay. despite the success of their first album, massively flopped. Yeah. It's I don't think you jump from like number one single to video game that quickly. No, no, you don't. Like that's the thing. This is it, it came out in July of ninety one and we are like not even a year. I don't yeah, think try a second try like a second or third record before you go for the, the video game, maybe. Follow the one direction branding. Just do everything that they do when they do it. Um they they were everywhere. There's kind of still everywhere um sure i guess the directioners never went away they just went underground um but so that same year their second le their second lp which is you gotta believe dropped as well but it wasn't nearly as successful as their album it yielded only a minor hit single in the title track and the readers of rolling stone later voted mark Wahlberg to be the quote worst singer of the year for 1992 (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you can think that, but also why do you gotta why do you gotta do that in a publication? Like, come on. It was the nineties. I'm not excusing yeah. it, but 
that explains why. Yeah. Like, you know. So then in December 1992, while performing on the British TV show The Word, Wahlberg praised musician Shabba Ranks, who had said gay people should be crucified. Ah. Uh, Glad. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then Glad canceled Mark Wahlberg. But, well, this was before there was a word for canceled, but like they canceled him. Yeah. And then Calvin Klein, they canceled Calvin Klein as well because they used him as a model to promote their underwear line. And it was like he was everywhere. He was the Calvin yeah. Klein guy. So whether it was related to his career starting to slowly crumble around him or what, I don't know. But Wahlberg found himself at the center of yet another unprovoked attack in August 1992. Uh, so before the, the before the, the glad shit, but still in the midst of the yeah. failed LP and the failed music or the failed video or yeah. video game. God damn it. Um, but so, yeah, this time the attack was on his neighbor, Robert Crean. And a friend allegedly held Crean down on the ground while Wahlberg brutally kicked him and broke the man's jaw so badly that it had to be wired shut. Oh, my God. Yes. Court documents stated that Wahlberg, quote, without provocation or cause, viciously and repeatedly kicked, end quote, Crean in the face, while the other man, Derek McCall, held the victim down on the ground. And Crean filed a civil suit in 1993 against Wahlberg, and Wahlberg's attorney claimed that both Wahlberg and McCall, who is black, were provoked after McCall was called a racial slur by Crean, allegedly. But ultimately, Wahlberg settled before the case went to trial. Uh Uh-huh. All in 1993, like the beginning of 1993. Yeah. But yeah, so that happened. And after his music career started to decline, Wahlberg dropped his Marky Mark persona and decided to take up acting, making his debut in the 1993 TV movie The Substitute, which I didn't know TV movies could be rated R. You don't need to. You don't need to. It's it's not that big of a deal in the grand scheme of things. Is it like the graduate situation? No, it's like a lifetime type of situation in which she like the the teacher like killed her husband or something and then like fled and changed her name and everything and then falls in love with the student but is also like trying to hide the fact that she killed her husband and that she basically like kills any man that like fucks her over but marky mark's on it that's vaguely a true story it might be i'm researching an episode that is similar to a topic like that and um it's brought up other similar cases and there's something kind of like that i'd i'd believe anything at this point i don't know it'll probably come up if we cover the uh the episode on it so yeah we'll table that one yeah but yeah it's got a 5.4 out of 10 on imdb um so if you want to all right yeah if you if you're into it like it's it's not the worst i've ever heard for a tv movie but it's definitely not good i was gonna say not the best (laughs) But and also they like he's not like he didn't get like top billing or anything like or I shouldn't say that he got like top billing. But from what I can see, he wasn't like in it throughout. I haven't seen it. If you want to watch it, I think you can watch it. He's not the student. He's like one of the periphery students. Yes. He's not the student that she's like, don't fuck with. Um, You know how you do. But if I think you can watch it on. On Tubi or no, that might be the sequel. Yeah, that might be the sequel. Oh, God, it was good enough to get a sequel. Okay. Two sequels. Both <laughs> starring Treat Williams, who was not in the first one. 
Okay, great. I take that back. I take that back. There might be another one. Or maybe... I don't even know. I don't even know anymore. We're getting too deep into the weeds of the substitute. We're getting, we're getting, we're giving the substitute way more attention than it deserves. <laughs> so he yeah. got his big break in the substitute. Um, then he also opened for the new kids on the block during their final face the music tour in 1994 before he got rid of the Marky Mark moniker. Um, Cause he's credited as Marky Mark in the substitute. Okay. Great. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Um, but so then he got his big screen debut opposite Danny DeVito in Penny Marshall's movie Renaissance Man, also which also came out in 1994. Okay. And it's got a 6.2 out of 10 on IMDb, an 83% Google score. And do you want to guess the Rotten Tomatoes score? I'm going to guess 42%. Final answer? Yeah. All right. So um, it's 12 <laughs> all right i was a little more generous with you it. were much more generous 12 well it had like 80 something on google didn't it well yeah i hadn't but it has a 53 percent audience score over twenty five thousand reviews for the audience all right, score. all right but so like but like critically it, it was just it was not a good time and the critics consensus said quote renaissance man tries to simultaneously be a literary comedy an inspirational drama and a star vehicle that caters to danny devito's strengths but proves to be a master of none end quote which is all right who um but yeah if if you want to watch it you've got to pay for it but they have it on like pick pick your favorite and they've got it um and then despite early skepticism by critics from this movie to just like people going, Hey, why is this little like rapper child going into acting? Um, His, the career move proved to be quite successful. Um, His first critically acclaimed appearance came from him playing Mickey in the 1995 drama basketball diaries, which is a film adaptation of the Jim Carroll book of the same name. And it also stars Leonardo DiCaprio I think we mm. I think we know who that is. Yep. And this has a 7.3 out of 10 on IMDb, a 96% Google score, and a 45% tomato meter rating on Rotten Tomatoes, still fucking oh, wrecked. But right. it's got a 76% audience score and over 50,000 ratings. So like it's one of those ones that it's like how Jennifer's body got panned. This is nothing like Jennifer's body, make no mistake. But it's like how Jennifer's body got like universally panned, but it's a cult classic that everybody loves. If, yeah. if they made cult classic like sports movies, this isn't exactly a sports movie, but if they made cult classic movies like that, this is what it would be. And the critics consensus is, quote, in spite of its young leading man's heroic efforts to hold it all together, a muddled message prevents the basketball diaries from compelling as a cautionary tale end quote okay yeah because it is it's kind of like it's like the kids the kid becomes like leonardo dicaprio becomes like a heroin addict it's it's very what's the word that i'm looking for very very dark heavy yes yeah very heavy very dark very like whoo but yeah so then he had his first starring role in james foley's 1996 thriller film fear which also starred reese witherspoon and he played like an obsessed boyfriend and it was fucking terrifying and i will never ever ever i saw that movie once i made a terrible mistake in watching it i will never watch it again but if you want to watch it it's free on hbo max or if you have hbo via hulu otherwise you got to pay 3.99 like everybody else but it's like 
it's like he it's like he's not nice to the family dog it's all <gasps> there, there's like yeah 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 yeah. do not watch this movie like it's it's a very like up until the dog i was cool with it i was like this is scary but it's not too bad it's scary but like he's just an obsessive yeah. boyfriend that won't stop terrorizing her family when she breaks up with him tldr but um so it's got a 6.2 out of 10 on imdb an 83 percent google score a 46 percent tomato meter rating on rotten tomatoes and a 63 percent audience score with over 50,000 ratings and the critics consensus is quote fear has an appealing young cast but their efforts aren't enough to consistently distract from an increasingly overblown and illogical teen stalker story and like, All yeah, right. there are parts that are extremely illogical. For example, that poor dog. But please don't like, and I let this be a plug for doesthedogdie.com, which tells you if any animal whatsoever, and there's other triggers too on there, but it's like, I don't watch a movie without checking that fucking website, which may not be healthy, but hey. Yeah. Finger guns, finger guns, finger guns. That's showbiz, baby. Uh, that same year though, 1996, Wahlberg was arrested for driving a boat under the influence on Lake Havasu in California, but the case was dismissed. He continued to earn positive reviews after films such as 1997's Boogie Nights, 1999's Three Kings, 2000's The Perfect Storm. Which brings us to the 2000s. We're we're rolling it in. Y2K is over. Or is it? And during... During the early 2000s, Wahlberg appeared in remakes of a lot of popular 1960s films. I don't know why. Like, they decided that, that was, was the time. Vibe, then? No, that that was the time where everybody was remaking, like, movies from the 60s. Um, but these films included Planet of the Apes, The Truth About Charlie, which is a 2002 remake of the 1963 film Charade, starring Audrey Hepburn. I love it. I love her. You can't recreate it. And 2003's The Italian Job. Wahlberg's performance in I Heart Huckabees was voted the best supporting performance of the year in the 2004 Village Voice Critics Poll. And he also served as the executive producer of the HBO series Entourage, which ran from 2004 to 2011. It was loosely based on his experiences in Hollywood. Really checks out. Of course, really checks out. Um, Wahlberg was also originally cast as Linus Caldwell in the 2001 heist drama Ocean's Eleven, but fellow Massachusetts native and his future departed co-star Matt Damon got the role instead. And Wahlberg- They're interchangeable. Yeah. I mean, I, those three, it's it's Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, and Mark Wahlberg. It's like, oh, you need somebody yeah. from Boston? Just throw one of them you need in a, there. You need a Boston brunette man? Uh-huh. uh-huh. Put him in. Uh-huh. Fuck Casey Affleck, though, not him. Um, uh- whoop! We talked about him. <laughs> we we did. Um, so Wahlberg was also considered. This is this is another thing where it's like you can't unlearn your bigotry. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Wahlberg was also considered for the role of Ennis Del Mar in the 2005 neo western romantic drama that you may have heard of called Brokeback Mountain. Oh yes, yes. Yeah. Um, so he was supposed to play opposite Joaquin Phoenix, who would have played Jack Twist. But both of the actors ended up dropping out because they were uncomfortable with the idea of gay sex scenes. So Jake Gyllenhaal got Jack Twist. I would have wanted to see the movie with them either way. I I agree. I agree with you. I don't think it would have been like a good move. Like I I wouldn't have 
found it to be as compelling no, because the casting the casting of that movie perfect. is what it needs to be <laughs> it's it's unmatched and for those who don't know it stars heath ledger as the role that mark Wahlberg would have played and jake gyllenhaal i i i don't know what to think about him at the moment but as jack twist does um, he not shower isn't that the thing the, no the thing right now is to do with the 10 minute rendition of all too well taylor's version and i just oh like, yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. it's on it's it's heavily featured on tiktok right now I know you're not on TikTok, but there's lots of why I oughtas and people are like, I don't think that man can go outside again for quite a while, eh, which well. is actually a good time because be safe. The Omicron the variant, the, Swift. the power of the Swift, the Omicron variant is running rampant. So you know what? Stay inside. Everybody stay inside as if your ex of like many, many moons ago just dropped a 10 minute ballad breaking down how fucked up your relationship was, which it was. It was very fucked up. She was like a teenager and he was like 30, if I remember correctly. Yeah, wasn't that John Mayer? Him too. Yeah. 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 That's a different podcast. That's anyway. a different podcast called Prey. Um, anyway, Walmart starred in the 2006 American football drama Invincible. No relation to the excellent. You called him Walmart. I just wanted to let no, you know. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Yeah, did. <laughs> Mark, Mark Wahlberg. I, I couldn't let you go without mentioning it. <laughs> I'm it's right. we're gonna keep going. Walmart, go. Oh no, he started. He started Invincible, not the cool comic series on on Prime that I'm pretty sure Seth Rogen created, but no, just 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 the football one, and it's based on the true story of bartender Vincent Papale Papal. Okay, Walmart. Um. That same year, he appeared as an unpleasant, foul-mouthed Massachusetts State Police detective in Martin Scorsese's critically acclaimed thriller, which I mentioned earlier, The Departed. It's a good movie. I haven't seen it. I have little to no interest in that sort of thing. Eh, it's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. But it earned him an Academy Award nomination for Best Supporting Actor and a Golden Globe nomination for Best Performance by an Actor in a Supporting Role in a Motion Picture. So... Good for him. Good. Well, I mean, I guess. But also, like, clearly it did well. <laughs> um, yeah. And he did well in it. It has an 8.5 out of 10 on IMDb, a 93% Google score, a 90% tomato meter rating on Rotten Tomatoes, and a 94% audience score with over 250,000 ratings. Yeah. Yeah. And... The critics' consensus is, quote, featuring outstanding work from an excellent cast, The Departed is a thoroughly engrossing gangster drama with the gritty authenticity and soupy morality we come to expect from Martin Scorsese. And, Again, good movie. And clearly it is, because you can't get it free anywhere. You have to pay no matter what. Um, that's how they get you. That's how they get you. That's how they get you in The Departed. Um, but then as his star continued to rise, it's no shock that Wahlberg's, Wahlberg's, criminal past would start to come up and mm -hmm. when asked in an interview with nbc news about his 1988 assault on trin Wahlberg admitted that the right thing to do would be to meet with him and make amends but that okay. he hadn't this would be the right thing to do but i haven't done it yeah like but i have no plans of making it happen currently yeah whether he had no plans or not it was just it was like he just hadn't and he said, quote, I did a lot of things I regretted, and I certainly paid for my mistakes. You have to go and ask for forgiveness. And it wasn't until I really started doing good and doing right by other people as well as myself that I really started to feel that guilt go away, end quote. 
How good for you. Once I started, yeah, once I started making money, I just like totally forgot about all the bullshit I did in my past. I totally forgot that I hurt that man and that yeah. at this moment people still believe <laughs> that he lost his eye because of me. I'm so um, famous. I have an Academy Award. I don't have to think about no, he people doesn't. that he I No, he doesn't. He doesn't. He don't. He got a nomination. Oh, no. All right, well. Yeah. Yeah. Walmart. Yeah. Walmart. Um, but at the end of the day, he said, quote, I don't have a problem going to sleep at night. I feel good when I wake up in the morning, end quote. Well, good for you. I was like, yeah, Thank good God. for you. Thank God you get a good night's sleep. This guy, like he has the worst case of foot in mouth disease that I have ever seen in my entire life because yeah. it just from here on out, it's just a lot of this. Soon after, he starred in the 2007 action thriller Shooter. And so here's the thing about Shooter. Uh, despite the fact that Wahlberg was a, you know, convicted felon, he... So when you're a convicted felon, you're legally not allowed to handle firearms. Um, but he prepared for his role as Bob Lee Swagger by attending long range shooting training at For- Front Sight Firearms Training Institute near Pahrump, Nevada. Nevada. Okay. He was able to hit at a target at 1100 yards on his second day which is apparently like a big fucking deal and in 2007 he started opposite oh i didn't get into my shooter thing um he did that though he wasn't supposed to do that if you have paramount plus you can watch it for free shooter Um, i do but i won't yeah you don't need to um and i'm about to tell you why it's got a 7.2 out of 10 on imdb all right and 82 percent google score okay a 47% tomato meter rating on Rotten Tomatoes. That's where it is. Yep, there it is. And an 80% audience score with over 250,000 ratings. And okay. the critics' consensus is, quote, with an implausible story and numerous plot holes, Shooter fails to distinguish itself from other mindless action thrillers, end quote. All that toe right. in the line of what you are and are not allowed to do for nothing. But yeah, so then... Also in 2007, he starred opposite Joaquin Phoenix in We Own the Night, O-N-O-W-N, I Can't Speak, a movie about a family of police officers in New York City. He also starred in M. Night Shyamalan's The Happening as Elliot Moore, which premiered on June 13, 2008. That same year, he played the titular role in Max Payne, which is based on a movie game, a movie game, a video game of the same name. I can't do this today. Um, I'm like, am I high? Like... <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> um, you would know better than me. I don't know if I'm high. Um, but while promoting Max Payne, Wahlberg became involved in a playful feud with Andy Samberg, which you probably... I don't remember this. Okay. 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 Um, should I get to should I get to the stats on Max Payne first or should I... Yeah. Yeah. Get let's to... get over. Let's get that over with. Okay. So you can watch it for free on HBO now max whatever it's called or if you've got hbo on hulu otherwise you got to pay your money for it um but it's got a 5.3 out of 10 on imdb a 75 percent this is all for max Payne. um a 75 percent google score a 15 percent tomato meter rating on rotten tomatoes with a 29 percent audience score with over a hundred thousand ratings by the way and the Not critics' great. consensus is, quote, while it boasts some stylish action, Max Payne suffers severely from an illogical plot and overdirection, end quote. Here's the thing. The most entertaining part of the Max Payne movie is this feud with Andy Samberg. So 
Sandberg did this impression of Wahlberg in an SNL sketch, which was titled Mark Wahlberg Talks to Animals. And he basically just walks around this like barnyard set and talks to the animals but he said he like tells them things like quote like I, this is not a direct quote but like he's like so you're a chicken what's up with that no say hi to your mother for me and he but he just goes hey cow you you moo what's up with that all right he say hi says, to your mother for me <laughs> says what's up with that a lot and say hi to your say mother, for to your me. mother for me. yeah so he he's just anybody from boston yes that's pretty much but he's dressed he looks like mark Wahlberg. he's yeah. got like the full like look he's got the hair and <laughs> but so mark Wahlberg was apparently not very happy with this impression he strikes me as the kind of guy that uh can't take a fucking joke yes 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 yes, yes. um like he like i don't remember whether this was refuted or not but he apparently was insulted by it like he it's snl get over it it's it's a parody it's a parody um but you look it, at what they did to to justin bieber yeah 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 <laughs> um and kate mckinnon is the best justin bieber uh, she's better she's, than the real bieber she's better than the real bieber she's better than the real ellen like the real what's his what's his nuts the um the little like elf on the shelf lemur motherfucker from from last presidency's nightmare yes i can't think of his name right now and i don't want to i don't want to give too much time or thought to him um but yeah so apparently Wahlberg (laughs) was like not too happy about it he had said um to to i forget the name of the outlet but he said um afterwards quote uh i didn't think it was as funny as i'd hoped I love when people do impressions of me. I try to get people who really? work with me to do it all the time. It's not going to be one of those things like Tina Fey's sketch about Sarah Palin where it's a big deal. But that wasn't it. Because then after really some time... Been, that's all you got to say. Well, but then see, after some time, he goes on Jimmy Kimmel and he says, quote, when I see that kid, I'm going to crack that big fucking nose of his. Then I'm going to tell him, say hi to your mother for me. I'm going to go down to 30 Rock. I'm going to and I'm going to slap him in the nose. I guarantee to you, end quote. All right. Well, I guess he's had time to stew on it. So well, so that happened. But then there's more. Um, so then Wahlberg then appeared in a follow up sketch parodying the original say hi to your mother for me sketch in which like andy samberg comes up to him and is just like apologizing for the sketch and mark Wahlberg Uh like pretend like he addresses mark Wahlberg's threats and then mark Wahlberg is basically like no no no, i'm chill i'm chill i'm chill and then like winds up to punch him and andy samberg flinches and he's like no 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 i'm just kidding i'm just kidding but then like tries to do it again and andy Andy samberg's freaking the fuck out and then Uh he's like trying to get keenan thompson to like stand i think it's keenan thompson to like stand with them to like bear witness so that he doesn't get like clocked by mark Wahlberg. yeah but yeah so i allegedly that that chilled things the fuck out but (laughs) usually yeah usually when you have like the person that you make fun of on like the sketch with you you know it's like okay they're chill with it yeah like when they had Nick Cage come on. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then just a line from that particular sketch that I thought was funny. Wahlberg says to Sandberg, quote, I'm very upset about this imitation you did with the animals. What is that? I've been thinking about breaking that big, beautiful nose of yours. And you know what? I decided not to, the church going guy that I am. But what was that? 
end quote. <laughs> and I'm just like, you know what? Chances are. What was that? What's with that? Chances like, are it's either he didn't even write it or a group of people wrote it. I mean, no, he probably he did a lot of writing for the show. I wouldn't be surprised. If I know. He wrote it. I know yeah. he did a lot of writing, but I knew that there were people like uh, I can't think of somebody in particular. Well, I mean, obviously, Chris Farley, but um, there was Tacone, a bunch of. Yeah, um, no, but there was a bunch John of uh, there was a bunch of like uh, actors on SNL that like people knew how or like who they could do. So yes. the writers would write for them yes. and the actor didn't even write it. They were just like, oh, yeah, I could do that impression. Like, yeah, sure. <laughs> I'll take anything you want to put me in. Yeah. So like, I mean, I know Andy Samberg did a ton of like writing, but like maybe he didn't even write it. And they were just like, oh, you know who would be a good Mark Wahlberg? Andy Samberg. I've seen his impressions at the Christmas party and I thought they were great. Yeah. Lauren, Lauren wants to watch the world burn, so he wants Andy Samberg to imitate a man who could kill him with a punch. Um, yep. But anyway, in 2009, Wahlberg played Jack Salmon, the father of the protagonist Susie, in Peter Jackson's supernatural thriller The Lovely Bones, a film adaptation. Oh, I forgot about that. Yep. A film adaptation of the Alice Siebold Tucci. book of the Tucci gang. Um Alice Siebold book of the same name. We'll get to Alice Siebold at some point. Uh-huh. I understand. Spoiler alert. Don't, we already know. I was we already say, know. We, we already, we have, we're, we're on it. Trust me. Um, on July 29th, 2010, Wahlberg was awarded a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame at 6259 Hollywood Boulevard in Hollywood, California. How many more times can I say Hollywood? Let's find out. Hollywood. I, however, would be remiss not to peel back the curtain a little bit and let you know that you can also pay to get a star on the Walk of Fame. You do not have to be like so wonderful and fucking great that you are just awarded this star and it's a big surprise and everything. Um, also, the Hollywood Walk of Fame is riddled with crime. Oh, hell yeah. The area that it's in is yeah. not great. Yeah, Megan just stayed at a hotel there like literally a couple days ago. And yeah, it just, it was, it was a, it was an area. Um, but yeah. So people pay for their stars all the time. I don't know whether or not he did, but people pay for their stars all the time and nobody's any wiser. But things seem to have calmed down a bit with old Marky Mark at this point, other than the whole Andy Samberg punching in the nose thing. But let's also not forget that Wahlberg was supposed to fly on American Airlines Flight 11, the plane that was going from Boston to L.A. and hit the North Tower of the World Trade Center on 9-11. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a couple famous people. But none of them did what he did. Um, Oh, no. So his plans obviously changed. He was not on that flight. Um, He and his friends actually decided to charter a plane to Toronto for a film festival and then fly from there to Los Angeles. But because, of course, he had to bring that up over a decade later in a February 2012 interview with Men's Journal, he actually legitimately, like, this is what he said. This is. Oh, no. Yeah. Quote. Like, I. Nine eleven oh. is not funny. But when I tell you that this man has the worst case of the man's I have ever seen. I'm, I'm not prepared, but go for it. Yeah, go ahead. All right. Here we go. Quote. If I was on that plane with my kids, it wouldn't have went oh, no. down like it did. Oh, no. Oh, no. There would have been a lot of blood in that first class cabin. And then me saying, Uh "Okay, we're going to land somewhere safely. Don't worry. We certainly would have tried to do something to fight. I've had really shoehorning that first class in there. Really, really letting him know that he was in first class. He would have had a 
lot of blood in that first class cabin. Like, Haley. Haley, oh the, my God. the level of secondhand embarrassment that I feel. Dude, you could have, you know what you could have said? <gasps> Nothing. Nothing at all. It's been Nothing over a all. decade. And that's the thing, too, is that, like, shockingly, that didn't go well. Yeah. Like, you. <sighs> I don't know how he's still famous. I, I. I homie keeps getting too many chances. I don't know. I have no fucking clue. But like he keeps getting way too many like mulligans or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Like uh-huh. it's just and so so yeah. But then he had to issue an apology for this, obviously. So then he said he released a statement saying, quote, to speculate about such a situation is ridiculous to begin with, and to suggest I would have done anything differently than the passengers on that plane was irresponsible. I deeply yeah. apologize to the families of the victims that my answer came off as insensitive. It was certainly not my intention, end quote. And you tell me his publicist did not write that and then have I was him just sign his name. Say, yeah. He better he better thank his publicist. <laughs> that doesn't wow. sound like him at all. There's gonna be no. a lot of blood in the first class cabin and then I deeply apologize to the families of the victims that my yeah, answer yeah, came yeah. off as insensitive. <laughs> I don't think he's ever legitimately apologized for anything in this. Life. I don't think he's ever heard the word insensitive before. I don't. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I can't stop. Oh, I can't Lord. stop. Um, and just to, just for like, just for the fuck of it, like we're not laughing at 9-11. We are laughing at like of just the not. sheer like. The fact that you think magnitude. you could have done anything different. He has a case of the white man's. I'm yeah. telling you. But anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, so he, people seem to take that and go, oh, okay. Um, so he wasn't in hot water for long because in April 2012, Wahlberg was named a brand ambassador for a line of sports nutrition supplements by GNC, aptly named Marked. Mm-hmm. Then in 2012, Wahlberg starred in Seth MacFarlane, another person who was supposed to be on one of those flights on 9-11, but shockingly hasn't said anything about how he would have handled the situation differently. Um, Seth MacFarlane, his hit comedy Ted and Wahlberg would reprise his role in its 2015 sequel. Um, Mila Kunis would not. She knew better and got the fuck out. But also, and I wasn't sure if I should bring this up and I'm going to because at this point we're off the rails. Ted holds a special place in my heart, and I will tell you why. It's not because of Mark Wahlberg. It is because it's not. It was one of the first R-rated movies I saw, like, as a kid. Um, I was very sheltered. Shut the fuck up. But one of my... So all of my girlfriends and I decided that we were in high school. We were... were, Or we were newly in college, I think. Um, Regardless, we decided we were going to go see this movie. A bunch of AP students decided they were going to go see Ted, which is you've seen ted um so one of my friends was on the fence and she is so sweet and so kind and so so naive so i told her to get her to come that ted was a ted kennedy biopic Aww. <laughs> and we sat her down and i mean i just i don't even all i remember is that they, it's like starts off very idyllic and then the bear starts talking and like then it's just like f-bombs everywhere it's gone, yeah, yes it's it devolves very quickly and she's literally watching this and i'm like 
trying not to watch her but also i want to see if she reacts if she figures this out and oh she figured it out she starts smacking me in the middle of the theater and our other friend is like having to like hold her like calm down calm down and she's like this is not what you said it was she wouldn't go with to the movies with me again for like years like <laughs> or like if we did go i wouldn't trust yeah, you I, if we did go she was like if Caitlin doesn't get to pick the movie, then I will go. If somebody else picks the movie, I trust it enough that I will go. <laughs> I mean, it's also kind of on her. Google was a thing then. Google was a thing then. It's her fault for trusting me. That was her first mistake. <laughs> That's true. And then I and then I did end up going on and doing something very similar later in which we were told that a movie that we went to was sold out. It was not sold out. There were open seats. There were open seats next to us. So I took her ticket and my ticket and I folded them in half. And my two friends that were waiting outside, I said, hey, I bought your tickets. Come with me. And then same friend was like, oh, my God, we are getting arrested in this movie theater. I was like, no, 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 no. We're fine. Um, But anyway. Also, I don't (laughs) know if this just hasn't come up yet. The wasn't Mark Wahlberg in the movie about a case that we talked about is it was it joe's son no was it pain and gain was he not in that one or oh was he wasn't pain and gain i kind of just okay. brushed, i i i don't think i even included it um i i the only reason i'm including it is because we did an episode yeah specifically on the case that that movie is based yes. on so go listen to the the joe's son episode i think it is i believe it's Maybe? the joe's son episode um yeah, that sounds right. But yeah, it's got The Rock. It came out in like about this time. Literally, like we're we're at this time. It's 2013. Look at us. Um, who would have thought? Not me. Not me. Um, but yeah, and I think you can get Pain and Gain on Paramount Plus, if I remember correctly. Yeah, um, it's on one of those. And I think it's on Hulu, too. Um, but yeah, so at the end of 2013 um lone survivor premiered i I touched on lone survivor i did not touch on pain and gain um but that's a war drama that's based on a 2007 book of the same name and then he also so he performed in the film as navy seal marcus luttrell and that was like his movie of the year that was the one Mm -hmm. where everybody that's why i touched on that and not you know i touched on the two best movies that he made in 2012 or 2013 or whatever this is ted and Lone Survivor. Yeah, he made a lot of flops. Pain and Gain didn't make the cut. Um, yeah. Ted Ted was arguably quite a flop as well. Um, but yeah, so then also in 2013, he finally got his GED at the age of 42. And like, good for you. Good for you. I mean, yeah. No shame. If you're gonna, good for you. If you want to actually do it, go for it. It's never too late. But then in 2014, Wahlberg starred in the remake of the 1974 James Caan film The Gambler, which was loosely based on a Dostoevsky novel. Um, or novella but a few weeks later on november 26 2014 Wahlberg filed a petition to the massachusetts parole board to be pardoned for his assault and battery and drug possession conviction that stemmed from the 1988 attacks against those two vietnamese men mm-hmm. and asked to have it expunged from his record saying that while his celebrity status should quote in no way shape or form end quote be a reason for them to grant it he hoped that his recent actions which were highly publicized would show that he had changed Wahlberg okay. wrote in his pardon application quote and i don't know I, I say wrote loosely because a lot of this verbiage sounds like the thing that his publicist wrote about the 9-11 comments so you do, you do with that what you will yeah but he said quote 
I am deeply sorry for the actions that I took on the night of April 8th, 1988, as well as for any lasting damage that I may have caused the victims. Since that time, I have dedicated myself to becoming a better person and citizen so that I can be a role model to my children and others, end quote. He gave a few reasons for his request, saying, quote, my prior record can potentially be the basis to deny me a concessionaire's license in California and elsewhere. I have become close with many members of the local law enforcement community in Boston and Los Angeles, including as a member of the board of directors of the L.A. County Sheriff's Youth Foundation, which is dedicated to helping at-risk youth. The more complex answer is that receiving a pardon would be a formal recognition that I am not the same person that I was on the night of April 8th, 1988. It would be formal recognition that someone like me can receive a can receive official public redemption if he devotes himself to personal improvement and a life of good works, end quote. Finally, Wahlberg asked for forgiveness, saying, quote, my hope is that if I receive a pardon, troubled youths will see this as an inspiration and motivation that they too can turn their lives around and be formally accepted back into society, end quote. You know, if you're white mm-hmm. and a celebo. Yeah, and given all of the various opportunities he was given. Yeah. So unsurprisingly, this request was met with public outrage. Um, It also did not help that this was right around the middle of the Black Lives Matter protests in Ferguson and all around the country. Yeah, maybe do this at a different time, my dude. Like, this was not, not, not a good move. Um, But one of the fourth graders he attacked in 1986, Kristen Atwood, spoke out opposing the request, saying Mm -hmm. she told the Associated Press, quote, I don't really care who he is. It doesn't make him any exception. If you're a racist, you're always going to be a racist. And for him to want to erase it, I just think it's wrong. Yeah. End quote. Yeah, you go. Furthermore, Judith Beals, who prosecuted some of the cases against Wahlberg, also said that she was against the pardon because, quote, Wahlberg has never admitted the racial nature of his crimes, end quote, and that pardoning Wahlberg would undermine his charity work, saying, quote, a formal public pardon would highlight all too clearly that if you are white and a movie star, a different standard applies. Is that really what Wahlberg wants? End quote. Mm hmm. You say it, girl. However, remember, I said that we would speak on this later. Trin, the second Vietnamese man attacked by Wahlberg, spoke out. This is literally the first time he did not speak of the incident publicly until this pardon shit started. Yeah, um, and he could have, like, Mark Wahlberg's been around, like, in the news, like, on TV and movies and stuff. He could have said something at any time and didn't until this shit started happening. Who, Trin? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know that you're going to, I don't think you're expecting what I'm about to tell you. So, first of all, he cleared the air regarding his eye, which he stated that he did not lose when Wahlberg punched him, that he lost it in 1975 when a grenade exploded while he was serving oh. alongside American troops during Vietnam. Oh, wow. Yeah. And he also said that he believed Wahlberg should be forgiven. Wow. Uh, he told the Mail Online, quote, he was young and reckless, but I forgive him now. Everyone deserves another chance. I would like to see him get a pardon. He should not have the crime hanging over him any longer, end quote. He's a better person than a lot of other people, he's, I know. He's a really, yeah, he's like very, like, way to be the bigger person. Yeah. Um, but Wahlberg told the Associated Press in 2015, quote, I have apologized many times. The first opportunity I had to apologize was right there in court when all the dust had settled and I was getting shackled and taken away and making sure I paid my debt to society and continue to try and do things that made up, make up for the mistakes that I've made, end quote. So 
he hadn't apologized, but yet he did apologize. And then he's apologized many times. I don't know. 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 I mean, I definitely think that like one mistake from when you're a kid should not follow you for your entire life. But it also seems like he has consistently um, like said things that are kind of disparaging and like doesn't seem to be a 100% rehabilitated person. Well, and beyond that, like, like, I agree with you when you said that, like, one mistake from your childhood should not follow you around. However, like, he made a mistake, not a mistake, but he assaulted those children and it got settled. The case was settled and he didn't suffer any consequences. He drove under the influence a boat in Lake Havasu and he didn't experience any consequences. He got hit with a civil suit after kicking his neighbor's ass and he settled out of court, didn't have to like deal with any consequences. Like he's had other instances of this. Yeah, where and he I has guess had like no consequences. I guess living living a life that is uh to be held up as um someone that is rehabilitated is better than asking for like some sort of pardon like yeah be the person be the person who like you don't need a pardon you just are a good person now. yes 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 and there are people who i mean like look at fucking danny trejo danny yeah, trejo right? is a an inspiration he's an excellent actor he has built himself up from nothing and he has served time and you don't see him going hey can i get this expunged and he uses yeah. it he uses it as like teachable moments for kids like it, i just you know there's yeah it, it, he just seems like a better person he is a better person he's fucking danny trejo are you kidding me um i love that man but in the end Wahlberg's pardon request was canceled for lack of a better word in 2016 after he failed to answer a request from the parole board or the pardon board as to whether he wanted the request to remain open. He didn't respond, so they closed it. And he explained later in a 2020 interview with The Guardian that he had, quote, done the work, end quote, to make things right, and said of the pardon, quote, I didn't need that. I spent 28 years writing the wrong. I didn't need a piece of paper to acknowledge it. I was kind of pushed into doing it. I certainly didn't need to or want to relive that stuff over again. I took it upon myself to own up to my mistakes and go against the grain and not be part of the gang anymore. To say that I was going to go and do my own thing, it made it 10 times more difficult to walk from my home to the train station, to go to school, to go to work. But I also prided myself on doing the right thing and turning my life around. I would hope that people would be able to get a second chance in life, end quote. I mean, that's kind of what I said is like, just be like, live a rehabilitated life instead of asking for. Yes. But that he didn't get the, 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 the like pardon. And then he's just like, well, I didn't need it. Yeah, I'm like, oh, okay, buddy. Oh, all right. Sure, Jan. But Wahlberg's career continued on. Uh, He starred opposite Will Ferrell in the 2015 comedy Daddy's Home, as well as two Peter Berg films in 2016, uh, Deepwater Horizon, a film about the 2010 Deepwater Horizon oil spill, and Patriot's Day, a film about the 2013 Boston Marathon bombing. And in March 2017, AT&T announced that Wahlberg would become a spokesman for their company and that he would create original content for the mobile network division. The deal reportedly paid Wahlberg more than $10 million. That's a lot of money. Two months later in May, 2017, the flagship location of Wahlburgers, the restaurant owned by Wahlberg and his brothers, Donnie and Paul opened one of the ingredients on the cheeseburgers. Fun fact is government cheese. Um, Okay. And that's, 
like something that was provided to welfare recipients when he uh-huh. from when he was a kid. And so Wahlberg said that he wanted the burgers to honestly and accurately reflect the working class meals that his siblings and he were raised on. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, it was also Mark's idea to expand the restaurant, which is was originally based in Hingham, Massachusetts, into a full-fledged chain and to have a reality show to promote it. He also executive produced one of the episodes in the series, in which he also co-starred. And in August 2017, Wahlberg topped the list of the world's highest paid actors. Great. Not surprised. Okay. So then in 2018, his salary of $1.5 million for the reshoots for All the Money in the World stirred a gender gender pay gap controversy as his co-star Michelle Williams, brilliant, brilliant woman. Um, She so he got one point five million. Okay, she received less than a thousand dollars for the same reshoots. (gasps) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Right. Right. She's a better actress than he is an actor. She's brilliant. She everything he's, she touches turns to gold. I think he's very one note. He is. He's Mark Wahlberg as. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he got 1.5 million. She got less than a thousand. And when that came out, Wahlberg donated the money to the Times Up Initiative, which was co-founded by Williams. Fun fact. Yeah, yeah. Um, which it's for those who don't know, it's a movement against sexual harassment. Um, but the goodwill didn't really last long because during the summer of 2020, Wahlberg's seemingly innocuous show of support for the Black Lives Matter movement, he was like, Yeah, Black Lives Matter, say hi to your mother for me. Um, Twitter users begin to dig up his history of hate crimes again, and it's like Gen Z was learning of this for the first time, and yeah. So then he didn't just draw criticism for his seemingly hypocritical stance like, oh, well, Black Lives Matter. What about those children that you like threw rocks at um, and abused? But um, also because he at the time was like this movie that he was in was coming out. um, Good Joe Bell. And okay. it was like an Oscar Beatty performance. The, the, the movie was very Oscar Beatty. It's about this like blue collar like ron swanson type of dad from oregon who his son Jaden is gay his teenage son Jaden is gay and okay. so he decides to pay tribute to his kid by walking across america to reflect and to speak to heartland citizens about bullying okay and so Wahlberg is the one who played good show bell or i like you know joe bell but um and so people were just like that's hypocritical that you've got this guy playing an anti-bullying activist yeah when he was such a fucking bully um if you want to see it you it's on um amazon prime video it has a 5.7 out of 10 on imdb a 61 percent google score a motorcycle in the background <laughs> and a 40% tomato meter rating on Rotten Tomatoes with a 73% audience score. And the critics consensus is quote, good Joe Bell's heartfelt message and Reed Miller's stirring breakout performance are unfortunately undermined by formulaic storytelling end quote. Mm-hmm. And, but yeah, people weren't like loving that this, that this in the past major bully has is playing an anti-bullying activist yeah um, that they kind of just focused more on the fact oh who's a blue collar oh mark Wahlberg was blue collar was being the operative word 
Um, it just, it just, it didn't, it didn't sit well. People weren't pleased, but they seem to have forgotten about it now. Mark Wahlberg is still kicking. Good Joe Bell, Joe Bell came out this year. Um, and yeah, that's Mark Wahlberg. The crimes of Mark Wahlberg. The crimes of Mark Wahlberg. Say hi to your mothers for me. All of you. Well, shit. All of you. He's got a yeah. he's got a fuck ton of kids. I don't know if that makes a difference. He's got like nah. I mean, four. He came from a big family. Yeah, yeah. But that's that's Mark Wahlberg. Also, I don't know if I should mention this or not. I pulled up Mark Wahlberg on my computer really quick just to make sure that like nothing else came out like today. Like for example, that he didn't bring nine eleven back up like yesterday. Yeah. Um, he hasn't. However, if you just Google Mark Wahlberg. He, for whatever reason, has taken a bunch of videos in which he answers commonly Googled questions about him. Isn't that like a Vanity Fair no. like, shtick yes, they've been doing recently? Yes, but no. Okay. This is him literally taking a selfie in what looks like uh, on a set. But like, okay. like not like, like staged on a set. Like he's like, the set is in the background just like hanging out. Like he's not staging on a set. Yep. And things like how to get a body like Mark Mark Wahlberg, he answers. Ew. Did you ever prank Will Ferrell while on set? Where was Daddy's Home Two filmed? Uh, how did Mark Wahlberg get his start? If you could play any sport, what would it be? And for what team is Daddy's Home Two funny? Um, what was Mark Wahlberg's Great. first movie? Who would win in a fight, Will Ferrell or Mark Wahlberg? How should you get into acting? Have a brother who's famous. Can Mark Wahlberg skateboard? What do you want for Christmas? Most likely not. How do you tie a tie? <laughs> Why do they... Wait. Th- I that know. was Googled in conjunction no, with Mark no, Wahlberg? Or no, he's, he's just, just answering... He's answering popularly Googled questions, some of which are about him, some of which are just like popular questions on Google. Uh, I'm done with him. He is not interesting to me. <laughs> is Mark Wahlberg left-handed? What's your go-to dance move? How many kids does Mark Wahlberg have? I What's don't a care movie you saw any, that changed your life? Any of these things. <laughs> oh, I love this game. Um, but yeah, so that's Mark Wahlberg. And he exists. <laughs> we have been crime culture. You didn't say it at the beginning. Oh, so shit. now I'm saying it now. I'm sorry. I was too busy talking about Walmart. Walmart. <laughs> I don't know if that's Hallmark or Walmart. I I also don't know if it's Hallmark <laughs> or Walmart. You and I are both equally confused about this situation. Good. Anyway, um, I hope you had a good Christmas yeah. if you celebrate. And if you don't, um, that's fine, too. I hope you had a good week off. Week off. Maybe. I mean, some, <laughs> some people, like, or we hope that your Hanukkah went well. Kwanzaa should have just started the other day. Um, we hope that's going well. Yeah. But I mean, shit's horrible wall to wall now. Yeah. Everyone get vaccinated, wear a mask and please stop being a fucking pain in the ass. A, a um, co-worker of mine at the freelance job has been calling the Omicron variant the Omerian variant. And I approve this message. So Perfect. avoid the Omerian variant. Yep. And yeah, just just fucking. I don't know, man. Live your best lives. Be nice. It's not about it's not about you. It's about other- also we're preaching to the choir now because I'm sure all of our listeners are really fantastic people. Yes. Yes. Um, they, but- they wouldn't just beat somebody's ass and then be like, I could have stopped 9-11. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, but yeah, I had um, 
I have a couple of friends that have had babies recently and like they can't get vaccinated, obviously. Yeah. So the babies. Um, the babies. Yeah. So um don't be a piece of shit. It's not all about you, it's about other people. And uh we'll see you next Tuesday. Yeah. Oh yeah, website, crimeculturepodcast.tumblr.com. That's us. Uh Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, email, Patreon. Crimeculturepod at gmail.com. That's us. That's us. All right. We'll see you in the new year. (gasps) Bye. Bye. Say hi to your mothers for us.